Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour. It's Friday. We are almost there. Oh, my God. Hold on. But right now, Holly is actually going to play a game with us to recognize, to honor, to appreciate those celebrities who don't behave badly, but are actually very nice. And uh, Holly, do you need some? What do you need for this? Uh, you know, if you go to the miscellaneous page, I was going to say, Bradley, I bet this is yeah. over here, right? Yeah. If you just go de- over there and then you go down to the dating game open, I would very much enjoy that. Over, over to the right, to the right, to the right, to the green, to the up, 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 there. and yeah! Bradley, I want you to name the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. Yes, you, Bradley, have to guess who are the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. And this information is brought to us courtesy of the latest episode of the Town Podcast, which I talked about yesterday. Okay, so I'm really glad you're doing this. So on the Town Podcast, it's not on the town, on Um, a podcast name. The the town. T- town with Gene Kelly and Jules Norma Munchen. <laughs> what's Jules Munchen? Jules Munchen was a star on all the no, town. No, no, I know. I was making a joke. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, uh, the moral of the story is <laughs> The Town is the name of the podcast. Yes. And you were telling us about it yesterday. What does this have to do with nice celebrities? Uh, okay, so uh, in the latest episode of The Town, uh, brought to you by a journalist named Matthew Baloney. He's very much an inside baseball guy in the world of Hollywood. He used to work for the Hollywood Reporter. He and another person who works at the Hollywood Reporter currently, well, they ranked their five nicest celebrities in Hollywood. And this was based on their own personal experience, word on the street. These celebrities, according to them, have really great reputations in town of being just plain old nice folks oh okay so bradley i'm gonna give you the names of two celebrities and you have to tell me whether or not the person appeared on the nicest celebrities in hollywood list or not now the person who didn't appear on the list doesn't mean that they're mean it's just i'm using them as an example yeah so that doesn't mean that they're nasty it's just that there's one of these two that is going to be the nicest yes all right bradley here is your first celebrity Which celebrity of those two gals, who is considered one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood? Well, Bob, I don't have any lifelines. You know, I have a gut. Just go with your gut, man. Go with your gut. (sighs) Well, it's hard to not be influenced by blind items. So I'm going to say Adina Menzel. Bradley, you are incorrect. Oh! No, Amy Adams is considered one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. That actually makes me happy because in interviews, she does seem delightful. And in fact, following her on 
following the eyes of Tammy Faye, I watched a lot of and listened to some interviews with her, and I just I really enjoyed. I think you're thinking of Jessica Chastain. Oh my god! I just confused Jessica. You just confused Amy Adams. Hollywood redheads. They are different people. (laughs) Didn't we just do this segment last week where we were like celebrities? You confuse. Yes. Remember? Yes. And wasn't it? Wasn't that one of Colleen's? It wasn't. It was Amy Adams and somebody else. Another redhead. Amy Adams. Not Jessica Chastain. There was also um, uh, Isla Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard, basically all of Hollywood. All right, so that's my bad. Wow. Okay. Amy, anyway, you're saying Adina Men, or uh, you are saying Amy Adams is actually one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. Yes, one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. They said of Amy Adams that she is just a regular gal about town when she's not working in Hollywood, and that she's very pleasant to work with and is a delight all around. That's good to know. All right, let's do another one. Of yeah. These. All right, Bradley, here's your next pair of celebrities. You have to determine who is one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. Is it the star of This Is Us, Mandy Moore, or also the star of This Is Us, Sterling K. Brown? Who is one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood, Mandy Moore or Sterling K. Brown? Again, I want to believe that they're both nice. You're not saying one is necessarily not nice, so this is, you know... Yes. But I want to say, and this is totally, again, self-serving. I just watched an episode of Who Do You Think You Are with Mandy Moore. Actually, it might have been Know Your Roots. It was one of those genealogy shows where they help the individual trace their family tree Mm -hmm. with Mandy Moore. And it was delightful, and she was very delightful. So I'm going to say Mandy Moore. Give yourself a buzz. Oh, God! Now, Mandy Moore may be a delight in her own right, but according... To the town podcast, Sterling K. Brown is one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. Well, good. That's good to know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try and another And how, how do we yeah. know these things again? Well, we know these things because the host of the town podcast, Matt Baloney, he's a Hollywood journalist. Uh, he and another journalist from The Hollywood Reporter were taking taking notes and comparing and contrasting, doing the dirt, digging around Hollywood. And the consensus is that Sterling K. Brown is one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood. I will say if you're a follower of our blind items, and Lawyer occasionally will do blind items revealing, you know, really awesome celebrities. or And he'll tell you, like, what celebrities he has heard good things about. So mm-hmm. you can also go there for the, uh, for that as well. Do we? Can we do another one? Uh, yeah, let's go to somebody who was number one. One, the nicest Whoa. celebrity in Hollywood, Bradley, is one of the nicest celebrities in Hollywood, Bradley, actor Brian Cranston, or his Breaking Bad co-star and business partner, Aaron Paul, who is, according to the Town Podcast, one of the number one nicest celebrities in Hollywood. It's either Brian Cranston or, or Aaron Paul. Oh gosh, am I really going to have to know? And I'm going to just pick the wrong one, right? I don't know. You could pick. I don't 50, know 50. much about Aaron Paul. So again, I just watched an episode of uh, Who Do You Think You Are or Know Your Roots, one of those two, mm-hmm. with none other than Brian Cranston, and he seemed delightful. So I'm going to go with my opposite. So, like, I was going to say Brian Cranston, but because I do my gut with each of these and I was wrong, I'm going to go with Aaron Paul. Okay, Bradley? You're wrong. Give yourself up. <laughs> Brian Cranston uh, is the number one nicest celebrity in Hollywood, according to this list from the Town that makes Podcast. Me happy. That makes me happy because I did enjoy him. 
um, and watching him follow his family tree. Yeah, they said that Brian Cranston is a genuine, authentic, really nice guy. Now, interestingly enough, uh, one of the qualifiers they said about the nicest celebrities in Hollywood is that they found fame at a later age. Mm, I totally believe that 100%. Pretty much across the board, all the people who were on the nicest celebrities in Hollywood list didn't become famous until they were in their 30s or 40s. That's a game that you should work on uh, at some point, or maybe somebody else should, because I don't want to put work on you. But like that would be a fun game for us to do. Like thinking about like is this person nice versus when they became famous mm-hmm. right yeah that'd be hard to, to figure out well we but, could figure it out but well, I, you know what you wanted to know maybe who was a bad celebrity oh, can we do a quick one yeah of that? we can do a right, quick who, one like who's, who's yeah. the nastiest yeah who's who's nasty now in this podcast they didn't necessarily say these people were bad but they alluded to the fact okay and just for this game and josh i'm gonna tell you that on the mic next to me our good friend paul mcguire grimes is gonna join us because okay. he's here in the studio right, and he might yeah. as well get in on this all right all right paul mcguire grimes the worst trainer love your shirt by the way oh thank you stay golden so in this podcast the town that they didn't necessarily say these people were bad but they alluded to the fact that they were like "Mm, these people are not nice who is not nice in hollywood julia roberts or bill maher who is a not nice celebrity this is hard julia roberts or bill maher okay uh guest of the show and uh a contributor to the program, Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's. I'm going to go movies. with Bill Maher because I feel like Julia would at least know how to turn and turn off when she's going to be rude or not. Okay. Oh God, Bradley. And I, sometimes I hear back backstage stories from when I do interviews on who's nice and whatnot. Well, have so. you heard anything about Julia Roberts? Not those or, two. Okay. I, I also was drawn to Julia Roberts, but then I feel like that's the obvious answer, right? So maybe it's Bill Maher because he's so con- or he's so like. Not controversial per se, but um, some of his views may be controversial, certainly. Like but, he doesn't care. But he just... Like why would he care yeah, right? So I'm going to say Julia Roberts. Okay. Well, you know what... Oh, wait, it, no. We're picking the nastiest. Yeah. Ooh. I still want to go with Bill Maher. Yeah, let's go with Bill Maher. Okay. Well, give yourself a buzz because it's a trick question. They're Whoa! both mean. <laughs> wait, they're both horrible? They're both horrible. Julia oh, Roberts no! and Bill Maher. Both Hollywood oh. meanies. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that's depressing, but not surprising. Yeah. But Julia Roberts, I mean... Uh, How long can she keep up America's sweetheart? That's true. That's true. All right, when we come back, Paul McGuire Grimes continues, and he's got some TV, some movies, and some juicy gossip. Hopefully thoughts on uh, Chris Hemsworth behind. Absolutely. Right here on My Talk 1071. It's always a treat on Fridays at this time because, well, we're that much closer to 3 o'clock, but it also means we get to check in with our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies.com. Paul, thank you for joining us. Always great to be here. And you always come fully uh, carrying a load of information regarding television and movies. Yes. Why don't you just dump it here? (laughs) Yeah, just... (laughs) Just dump it right here on the, on the counter. Nasty. All right, so let's start over at our friends at Netflix with Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2. Yes, that is a mouthful. This season... Called Let's Drag This Out As Long As We Can to Get People to Watch Our Streaming Service. I mean, yes, there is that concept. This, by far, was the biggest season to date. It was the longest season to date. The riskiest season today, I would say, of the show that I absolutely love. Didn't love this season, unfortunately, but I think that the final two episodes really bring it back home again and made me, it it was the show that I love 
and why I love it versus the beginning of the season, which I was like, where is this season going? There's so much fluff here that I don't care about. And I thought it reined it in really well in that final two episodes. So you're saying that it did it pulled it off. Yes, the because the problem with the first half of the season, the first seven episodes came out around Memorial Day, is that they had separated our characters. There were characters outside of Hawkins. They didn't feel cohesive as a group. They were missing, like, I... I was missing the, the the teen fun, like the the nostalgia, them together fighting the bad guys. And here, Hopper was off in Russia, and the boys were off doing something, and Elle was at the Hawkins lab. Like, it was too much. And like and then they reined it in together in the final two episodes. We had great characters this season with Eddie Munson. Joseph Quinn plays Eddie Munson. I got to interview him. Fantastic interview. Um, that sounded really cocky. That's not what I meant. It's on my YouTube channel. We get um, <laughs> yeah, no, but, yeah. Then, <laughs> but get it on my YouTube channel. Paul McGuire, Please Grimes, click Paul the movie stuff. I will say the most watched video I've ever done. Wow. Yeah. All right. Huge. Um, but it the final two episodes are long. The last episode was two and a half hours. Okay. That it ended up a, being two and a half hours. No wonder I fell asleep a, during that thing five times. <laughs> but. I mean, we started kind of late, and we were both, like, eyes glued to the Holly, last episode. Did you feel the same way about the series that the last two episodes sort of brought it back together for you? Uh, well, they tied it up with in a neat little package, which was... which for, Ready for the next you season. Were, and I was anticipating that, because it's like, okay, all of our heroes have separated. How are they going to come right. together to fight the evil that they have to do? Yes. And Yeah, I mean, I, but here's the thing, Paul. I had a beef about how long these episodes were. Yes. Your opinion on the length of Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 2 episodes. The Volume 2 episodes, I would say, are too long. And I say that because I think that we wasted too much time at the first half in Volume 1. If they would have maybe clipped this down, I wouldn't have minded longer episodes, or they didn't need to be so long. If we would have truncated this quite a bit, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have minded the lengthier episodes, but I felt like... They took so much time and they had so many plot lines going that they had to wrap them up, which is why these were so long. But there was drive with these two episodes. There was momentum that needed to come earlier in the season. Okay. But we had great performances. We had great callbacks in these two episodes. I felt Wes Craven. I felt John Carpenter. I felt Stephen King. That's what I really liked about it. And I love these. Like we saw Will giving a really tender moment with Mike and his fan, a monologue really where he's kind of confessing of what it's like to be gay. And that's been kind of the flurry around the first volume is people are like, is Will gay? He, they're not talking about it when they really should. And I feel like they kind of tapped into it in this episode. All right. Do so you feel like we are, we are in a good place for the next season? Yes. Season. And it does need to end. They are saying this is the, the fifth and final season is coming and it does need to end there. How do you feel about the spinoffs and all that stuff they've been they, talking about? Like, we're going to create a whole universe. They don't need to do that. We're going to do a stage show. Right. No, we don't need to. We can keep something as its entity and that can be it. There's going to be a theme park. Oh, I mean, this show is just such a cultural phenomenon. Right. I would not be surprised. Okay. Speaking of cultural phenomenons, well, before we get to that, tell us how many uh, ticket stubs. Four out of five ticket stubs for Stranger Things, season four, volume two. All of it is now on Netflix. All right. The other cultural phenomenon, Thor. Thor, Days of Thunder Thunder Thighs. (laughs) Starring Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Let's rip that bandit off. Yes, we do see his butt. I saw a screenshot. I don't know if it was legit, but if it is, wow. Oh, it's very real. There's no butt There's double. no CGI. Absolutely not. I mean, this movie's all CGI, but it's it <laughs> works. Emphasis on the butt. Right. All right. But beyond Chris Hemsworth's butt, 
Does it work? And when you say it works, what do you I mean? I actually do. So what's great about it, so Taika Waititi, you may remember that he wrote and directed Thor Ragnarok and really took the Thor movies in a lighter, funnier, brighter look than the first two. He also did the movie Jojo Rabbit. So he's an Oscar winner. So he fills this movie with everything. Like it's funny nonstop. There's physical comedy. There's looks. There's stare downs. It's just like eclectic soundtrack from ABBA to like, John Bon Jovi, but then you've got Christian Bale as the villain who is like one of the scariest, darkest, creepiest Marvel villains today. And I think Taika balances those two really well and then adds in some emotional weight at the end and does some things with Marvel that I just had not seen before, which I appreciated. Yes, we are getting too many Marvel movies in any given year. They're really doing, I think, too much. So then it's content over quality. And I enjoyed this one more than the last Marvel movie, which was Doctor Strange. Okay. Did you enjoy it just as much as was Thor Ragnarok, the third movie? It was. I actually think that this is my favorite of the four Thor movies. Because I think that Taika is like finding his vision of what he wants to do with these movies. And he's more sure of himself as a writer and director. And that comes out. Will he continue? I mean, if uh, he's hot commodity right now, yeah. so I think I don't know if he's going to do more Thor movies, but Chris Hemsworth will do it as long as people want him to. Now, Taika has plans to do a Star Wars movie. He's got many television projects on right now. He's a very in demand entity in Hollywood oh, for sure. In Hollywood, how many tickets does? So four to five for Thor, Love and Thunder. How about the rear end shot? How, what, how many five tickets out does? of five. Okay. So that scene is in that scene is in the Golden Palace. It's a great scene. You've got Russell Crowe in the it. Golden Palace. I know. Like Dorothy, Sophia. Sophia well, Blanche. not Dorothy, no. but. Oh, Blanche and Sophia. That's and the spinoff series yes. from the Golden Girls. One season on Hulu. Oh, it's so good though. Wasn't it two? I think it's one. Is it just one? If someone is. It was on a the long Twitter, season. Right? Oh, okay. All right. When we come back, Paul, thank you so much. <laughs> Get everything me. you want from Paul's trip to the movies.com. We'll be right back. Dumb people doing dumb things. They do it regularly, which is good because we created a whole segment about it. And before we get there, oh, God, oh. Oh, do you need some oh Pepto? God. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold do you on. need a, a Preparation H? Do you need Advil? Preparation H. <laughs> That's the wrong end, Holly. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy. Feeling We've got that. lucky. Oh, are you feeling lucky? Well, are you? Punk. Punk. <laughs> uh, we've got another $50 gift card from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine for their summer restaurant week. It's happening July 11th through the 17th. And 651-641-1071, caller number four, four. is going to get a $50 gift card from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine to book a club, a restaurant. <laughs> and Josh is waiting for your call. Now let's get to those crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say... That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, my friends. That's dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places like... Florida. Oh, look at that. We're going to Florida again. What do you know, Bradley? We're going to Sarasota County, Florida. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to I-75 specifically. We're going on the interstate in Sarasota County. And uh, Sarasota County uh, Sheriff's Office, they responded to a call that happened on I-75. 
in Sarasota County. Okay. Now, you know, that's not out of the ordinary. Fairly routine sheriffs uh, respond to calls on the highway all the time. Uh, But it's why Sheriff's County uh, deputies were called to the scene that uh, makes this a crazy, stupid idiot situation. It's why? Yeah, or why, or like, who were they responding to specifically? I suppose why is not the right uh, uh, word to use here. Who? 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 I don't have a name, but who? who? Like, and, and it was this person and what they were doing on the freeway. Oh, somebody was doing something on the freeway that you probably don't normally do? Yeah. Okay. Were they <sighs> stuffing sausages? No. Okay, they weren't stuffing they sausages. They weren't stuffing sausages, neither literally nor metaphorically. <laughs> However, oh. you're on the right track, Bradley. Um, Were they... I was I'm on the right track? Were well, they, like flipping burgers? What? No, no, no. Metaphorical sausages. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, not quite. Okay. I'll tell you, Bradley, and I'm glad that you rang the doorbell, too. <laughs> Come on uh, in. <laughs> Because uh, there was a man who was naked. Oh! Climbing atop a tractor what? trailer along Interstate 75 in Sarasota County, Florida. That's nasty. He was climbing naked on top of a, like Tra- his truck? Like a tractor trailer. Or just like, like a an passing. Eight, like an 18 wheeler. He was getting on it nudie? He was not even getting on it nudie. He was on it nudie. Oh, he was wearing okay, shoes, me, though, and socks. Of this? Yes, if you click on the article, you'll be able to see the naked man in question. Now, when deputies arrived, the man was taken into protective custody. Oh, hello, sir. Hello, sir. He's now, wearing shoes, though. I know, right? He's so He's protecting be- his feet. So he's being This sensible. implies a certain amount of intention. Like, because he's thoughtful enough to be like, I'm going to protect my feet. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't appear to be somebody, perhaps, that was inebriated or under the influence of bath salts. Uh, no, and we don't have any details about any kind of substances that were uh, ingested or imbibed because authorities did not provide details regarding the man's identity. Uh, but he was transported to Sarasota Memorial Hospital for a mental evaluation. Okay, probably mm-hmm. good because it's not normal for people to walk out nude on a tractor trailer. Yeah, you know, and I can't tell whether or not the tractor trailer was in motion when the naked guy like he went run. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it was. But why would it be stopped in the middle of the street? Yeah, there's a lot of questions. Also, it's raining <laughs> very hard in these photographs. That would hurt. Yeah. Also, if it was going fast, I mean, it would. Just be... <laughs> OK, what is that sound? <laughs> what makes that noise, Holly? It would be uh, a metaphorical sausage flapping in the wind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, make it stop. That's nasty. Oh, we're never gonna make it stop. It's Florida. Where are we uh, going? Crack a window. Air we are going. Holly, doing. <laughs> we are going to my hometown. Oh. Actually, it's not my hometown. It's where I was born, Oceanside, California. Right on, man. Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't think people talk like that. I was gonna say. Do you? I don't know what that reference it is, but like, I left when I was a few years old, so okay. I don't remember much about my time in Oceanside. But here's what I do know: that a city treasurer did something recently at the library, or as I used to call it, the library, 
that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. It's what he did at the library that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. I'm repeating myself. His name is Victor Roy, and he is Oceanside's elected city treasurer. He did something at the Mission Branch Library in June, according to an anonymous complaint filed against him at the time. What is the thing that he did? And I'm also going to tell you it's why he said he did it Mm. or how he said Mm. he did it Mm -hmm. uh, that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Well, I'm going to keep in mind the segment that we're doing right now. Was it some? Was he like, you know, using it for pleasure purposes? He was looking at pornography. Oh, and using the computers? Well, okay, so I'm not sure how this works, but let me... um, I think it was just... uh, Well, here, let me tell you exactly how this went down, because I think it's a a multiple experience. He looked at pornography Mm -hmm. on the computer at the city's Mission Branch Library. Quote, according to the complaint, he was looking at magazines that when he clicked on the cover... They were virtual magazines. Mm-hmm. E-magazines. The images inside of the magazine were full nudies. Ah. So, now that's the first part of the story. So, Victor Roy looking at dirty pictures on the internet. Mm-hmm. There's a second part. When they said, sir, why were you looking at nude pictures on the internet? He said, yeah, I know I'm not supposed to do that. But I only came in here when it was quiet, and I was very careful of my surroundings. So I made sure there weren't a lot of people around. Oh, so he was a conscientious pervert. Yes, exactly. That's really nice. Uh, Apparently, (laughs) Assistant City Manager Michael Gossman said that library staff gave him a warning and that staff had not witnessed any other inappropriate behavior since. But the allegation was one of many included uh, in an email. And apparently, um, well, you know. Other allegations in the email claim that he was negligent in investment decisions and lost the city money. That he illegally asked other people to donate his campaign to his campaign and consistently acted inappropriately toward a former city employee who passed away in 2021. Okay, so there was more to yeah, the story. Yeah. yeah. Also, I just I'm like, who who goes to the library to look at dirty pictures? Why? I think Bradley. I hate to say it. Mm-hmm. I bet it happens a lot more than you think. Oh, I'm no, sure I'm just it does. making an assumption. No, I think you're right. Because I know the world. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know the world. And the world is a wonderful place. Yes. And uh, there's a lot of porn in it. And yeah. people want access I to it. I will say, I remember back in the day, day when I was in college, like occasionally you would have that moment. Because this was back in the day before people had a lot of, I mean, there were people with personal computers. I'm not that old. But like in mid nineties, right? Oh, yeah. Early so you, mid nineties. So you you were using Netscape or Prodigy yeah. to surf like the world at any time. Web. Like you would have a, a big heads up that there was any porn coming because it would take about five minutes for something to load. Oh no! And right? then you couldn't stop it. Like the image would just appear slowly but surely. But my point is, like you, like you didn't, you didn't. This is not going to happen back then. But like, what was I going to say? Because everybody was online so much in public, there were many times where you'd see people like lunge in front of their computer, like quick cover up their screen because you accidentally click on something and you're like, oh, God, oh, God, because, you know, it was like the Wild West of the Internet back then. 
Yeah, you were in some chat room about Star Trek, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> boobies! Ah! And it was probably animated GIF boobies, right? That, like, lit up and made different colors, because... Yeah. I go to libraries to read books, not buds. Oh, Words to live by. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Josh. Holly, yes. where are we going next? Uh, we're actually going to Detroit Lakes. Oh, it's a local yokel. It's a local yokel. So we're going to Becker County, and we got to meet a guy named Alexander Robbery. No, his name is not Alexander Robbery. I, well, uh, I'm, a, I'm making an assumption on how to pronounce his last name. Robbery, Robbery? Rubber. <laughs> I uh, love robbery. Yeah. Ro- well, Robeer. Um, sure. Well, he's from Bemidji. Oh and he went to, Please tell me he stole something. No, actually, he oh. reported to the county courthouse in Detroit Lakes Wednesday. Uh, he was going to be sentenced on an escape from custody charge for which he had posted bail. But here's the thing, Bradley. Okay. After a judge... Uh, handed Alexander a sentence of just under two years. Guess what he decided to do? What did he do, Holly? He left. He fled. Again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he fled the second floor courtroom and ran out of the building. Oh, no, it wasn't former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. It was Alexander <laughs> okay. Robbery. Yeah, that's an inside I, joke. Yeah, okay. Uh, now, if officers tried to catch Alexander and search the surrounding area, they didn't find him. But uh, eventually uh, they caught up with him. He was arrested again. So he's like, I'm out of here. Like, you're never, that's never going to work. Yeah, because it didn't work the first time, honey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, well, I hope Mr. Robet. Oh, you know, they spelled it wrong in two different places in this article. Oh. Because in the bottom of this article, it's spelled Robert. Sure. So I don't know. Robari. What the. Robert. The official. French. Uh, I'm just looking at the mugshot of. He looks like, I would have gotten away with it, too, if people weren't smarter than I was. Oh, but honey, they they were smarter than you were, so you're just going to have to deal with that. They've been down this road Mm -hmm. before. Okay, when we come back, you guys, we're going to play a game. And today, I think uh, I'm going to do the throwback live with a special guest by the name of Grant. And Holly will be hosting today's game upon our return here on My Talk 1071.